0: So th- my point is that we're we're taught to search everywhere but inside of ourselves for the solutions to the very symptoms that are happening inside of ourselves like y- your body is the one holding on to weight or gaining weight and yet we search everywhere outside of our body to figure out what to do. Welcome, welcome to Binge On This, the podcast you can safely binge to lose weight. This is your host, Michelle Hasty Thompson, and I am so excited to have you here. So thank you so much for showing up and tuning in. This podcast is inspired by you, and there's nothing more important to me than you walking away with permission to be more of yourself, including having your ideal body. Today's Weight and Food Breakthrough Session is with Priyanka, and Priyanka said something that just about everybody I meet says. I know what to do, I just can't seem to do it. I hear this all the time when it comes to weight and food and exercise, and I was thrilled when she said it so that we could address it together. And by the end of the session, she no longer believed that. She had a solid plan for how she needs to approach her body and food and exercise so that she didn't feel like she just couldn't seem to force herself to do all the things. So let's dive in. All right. Well, welcome. Um, Thank you for showing up and spending this time with me so we can really help other people as well as you. So what I've noticed over the years is whatever struggles you're having that might feel specific to you or isolated or lonely are Mm -hmm. things that people all around the world are experiencing. And so uh, you being willing to have a conversation about it really helps every single person who's also having those same struggles. So thank you for showing up.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. All right. So I do have some of your information over here um, on my other monitor. So if you see me looking over here, that's what I'm looking at. And um, you mentioned that the, the, the COVID period has been a big trigger, which you're definitely not alone there. Um, <laughs> and that you tried intermittent fasting um, and you do love healthy food, but also some other sweets and things like that have gotten in the way. Um, and then you did Beachbody. When did you do Beachbody? Body?
1: so in 2014 okay uh so in 2013 i had my before that i never had a weight problem i always was okay eat whatever but after i got pregnant with my son one when i delivered him after that i saw that the baby doesn't get all the weight you get it yeah (laughs) So yeah, so I, it was really hard. I was, uh, I used to feel that I don't recognize myself in the mirror. I felt not good enough and I did beach Beachbody uh, like their uh, Focus 25 course and it truly helped a lot, but I was really determined to do it and uh, I did it and I lost all the weight, what I had gained. So after that, everything went fine. So after my second child, again, I had the problem and I tried peach body, but it didn't work as good because I I started having this belief that, you know what, whenever I want to lose weight, I can lose weight. I know how it works. But when you know that, it's sometimes it's not good for you because in your head you think, okay, after this sweet meal, I'll do it. No, next Monday I'm gonna do it. Next Monday I'm gonna do it and that Monday doesn't come.
0: It does not. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's, that was, uh, it's happening. And uh, before COVID, everything was fine. I was happy with my weight. Yes. I still wanted to be a bit more leaner. Uh, But uh, after COVID hit, I'm always home. I'm eating. I don't have to go out. So when I don't have to go out, I don't have to look at the clothes and all that stuff, how I look in the clothes and stuff. And it uh, like, it really, and I, couldn't go to gym or do anything. And it, it really impacted on my weight. So I now feel it's high time. I, I should do something about it. Got it. And I want to take a different approach than just because I think it's the mindset I'm not able to, in my head, I know what to do. I know exactly what to do, but I'm not doing it.
0: That, by the way, that sentence I hear like every day. <laughs> so yeah. that is the most common thing I hear. I know what to do, but I just don't do it. So thank you for saying it so we can address it. <laughs> um, so knowing what to do is is fed to us by the weight loss industry, right? So you when you did Beach Body, was that was Beach Body the first sort of education in weight for you?
1: Uh Uh, No, there, uh, before that, I read a book. Uh, It was from an Indian uh, nutrition uh, dietitian. Uh, Her name is uh, Rijita Devakar, And uh, her book was uh, very good. It said, uh, don't lose your mind, lose your weight. And (laughs) so, and it really helped. And it was really good that eat whatever you want to eat, just eat in moderation and don't find any food as like good food or bad food, all that kind of stuff. So I did that. It was good. But uh, when I wanted drastic results, so I wanted something drastic. So I did body. Got it. And mm-hmm. that's,
0: that sounds like the book that you read was like right on par with like the way that we're, supposed to do it, I guess you could say, because that's Mm -hmm. what our body wants from us. It doesn't want the extreme drastic approach that is really good for temporary results. Like Mm -hmm. the beach body or the intermittent fasting or the various diets that we have are very effective for temporary results. So if you needed to get the weight off for a wedding or you need to get the weight off for a vacation and you don't really care what happens after, it's just, Mm -hmm. I need to look good for this thing. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really matter what the approach is because you, you know, in your head, it doesn't matter if it's extreme because it's temporary. The challenge is when you go to select those same things, but you're trying to actually have a long-term result, which is Mm -hmm. not what those things are designed for. So you're in a really good space now because you're, you're questioning that. Like, I don't really want to do this temporary thing again. I want it to be, you know, forever. Mm -hmm. So when you say, I know what to do, I just don't do it. Um, tell me what you're defining as know what to do that you're not doing.
1: Uh, so I know that I should be having healthy meals, more of veggies, fruits, and, uh, I should be have eating under a certain calorie deficit and moving my body, like doing exercise every day, like at least, uh, walking or like whatever, um, like treadmill or some kind of uh, workout plus I have to eat in tr- 1200 calories deficit until I get to that point right and uh, but what happens is I belong to an Indian family and we love food and if we don't eat food in front of our families we get punished that you're not eating enough you're dieting and all that so it's a social pressure as well so yeah that uh, that plays a part so I know I have to eat better and work out Uh, I have to watch my calories and stuff but yeah yeah where did, not you learn?
0: Where did you learn that that's what you have to do to lose weight?
1: I think uh, from these uh, companies called Fitness Paul, Noom, and even from Beachbody, that uh, if you want to lose weight, you have to watch how much you're eating and all that stuff accordingly. If you start calorie uh, watching your calories, how much you're intaking and all that stuff, it will help you, right? So that's what I heard from them.
0: Okay. And then... Have you ever seen the show, The Biggest Loser?
1: I think I've seen a few episodes, not like, okay. yeah. But
0: you know the preface of the show? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I I used to watch that. I don't like the show, to, to be honest, but I used mm-hmm. to watch it and they would follow exactly what you're saying, right? I don't know what their mm-hmm. calories were, but they followed a strict caloric diet. And
1: mm-hmm. obviously they
0: worked out like, I don't know, six hours a day. Um, so I, I use The Biggest Loser as like, the example of that approach that you're talking about like that Mm -hmm. that is basically a lab experiment of that approach and sometimes those people would go into weigh-ins and they wouldn't lose weight Mm -hmm. so when that when they're following it because you're saying i know what to do i just don't do it so they are doing it like as full out as you could possibly do it so Mm -hmm. when that scale doesn't move after all of that what does your brain tell you is the reason
1: uh i think uh again the thing there are they say that human bodies are different in terms of like uh, you're not getting uh, enough sleep your hormone levels and uh if you're not uh like um if you're doing something but your body is not moving it means you you are not it it takes time for your weight to show also so it won't happen like in a few days, it will take time, I guess.
0: Okay. And then if if all of that is true, how do you manage or measure or approach weight with all of those factors?
1: Sorry, I didn't get that part. Like if I was the one uh, in that?
0: Yeah, so let's just say you're you're calorie counting and you're doing everything perfectly because so you're saying I know what to do and I'm doing it and Mm -hmm. your weight doesn't move then how do you account for all those other variables? What do you do next?
1: I think uh, uh, if it's not budging at all, you know, I, I, I think a person like me probably will go kind of cuckoo thought, okay, let's do intermittent <laughs> fasting and calorie dieting, like 600 <laughs> calories. I'm not eating anything. I'm just doing water fasting and or doing uh, a on protein shake, all that kind of stuff. I know I can go to that point, but Uh, so far, I don't have any motivation to be honest. Like I'm not going to work. I I'm married. I have two kids. I don't have (laughs) to show up for nobody. So, but yeah, there are a few functions in future will be coming where I want to look good. And even I want to look good for myself. It's, but still that is not strong enough, but if it comes to that point, I know I'll, I'll push myself. And
0: what do you think your body wants? sweets (laughs) no that's what your mind wants what do you think your body wants (laughs) (laughs) you want sweets that's fine (laughs) but what does your body want
1: I think a balanced diet Uh, a good healthy diet a balanced diet uh like to be honest when I did intermittent fasting I felt my body said thank you like in terms of that you are not just throwing food in me kind of thing and you are because when I'm doing intermittent fasting, I'm just having coffee. And after that, whatever time I'm having my lunch and dinner, my body gets time to digest everything and all that stuff. But when I'm not doing that in the morning, I'm having a full good breakfast, then lunch, then dinner. And my body's like, I cannot take care of it. Kind of like, it's my, just my head. I don't know. Like, Yeah.
0: I mean, this this is what I would love to help you separate right now is mm-hmm. what your body wants and what you think you want or what you want to want. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going down this path with you. Um, so your body, how do you think your body feel? Actually, let me ask it this way. When you do all the things, so you mm-hmm. did beach body the second time, it didn't work as well. And even when you did beach body the first time, it's not like it was a long-term solution. I mean, I know you got pregnant again, but you still, it sounds like, still had stuff going on with weight and food. And so like, what do you think your body's trying to tell you when you do all those things and it doesn't work?
1: Uh, to change my approach. <laughs> try yes, Something
0: to, else. Yes. Okay. To try something else. But, but what you reflected to me, which is exactly what I did, by the way, and pretty much what everybody does is when something doesn't work, we just do it more. Right. Yeah. And so, and, but you just said, if it didn't work, what's your body telling you? that's the wrong thing.
1: Yeah. Probably wrong
0: thing. Right. Not Mm -hmm. do it more, not do it more intense, not take Mm -hmm. away food more. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the, you're looking in the wrong direction. Right. And then I think it's confusing because when it does work, we feel Mm -hmm. like our body is saying thank you. And that was the right approach. Mm -hmm. But the reason why that happens is because it's mimicking what your body Mm -hmm. wants. So Mm -hmm. if your body is getting too much food and not enough exercise, which is the common thing that most people say, and then you do a diet, which minimizes your food and increases your exercise. Initially, your body's like, great. That's what I've been asking for. Mm -hmm. But because you're doing it in a very controlling and manipulative way towards your body, eventually it realizes that it was all fake. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's not like eating less food because she's actually hungry for less food. She's not eating less food because she wants to eat less food. She's following a diet, like Mm -hmm. not the same thing inside of the body. And eventually it stops working because the body's like throwing up signs, like, please stop. Like, this isn't what I'm asking for. So I guess what I want to turn to you is I'm going to pose the question again, like, what is it When you gain weight, when your body holds on to weight, if if your body could write you a letter, what do you think it would be telling you?
1: That uh, don't treat me as a guinea pig and uh, (laughs) do what is you feel right to do and uh, do it in moderation. Don't go extreme and uh, Oh, well, I feel like you're talking to my soul (laughs) and uh, being uh, like, be yourself, eat what you like, but be in moderation, exercise, not because you want to lose weight, exercise because it makes you feel good or uh, not the body shape you want to be in, but you love your body.
0: It's like the most perfect advice I could have ever given.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh wow
0: (laughs) so my point is that we're we're taught to search everywhere but inside of ourselves for the solutions to the very symptoms that are happening inside of ourselves like your body is the one holding on to weight or gaining weight and yet we search everywhere outside of our body to figure out what to do And it's very rare that you're gonna accidentally stumble across the thing that your body actually wants. And I don't know anybody's body that's asking for Atkins diet, beach body, intermittent fasting. Like it's not asking for any of that, right? It might mimic some of those things. Like for Mm -hmm. example, my husband does not have an appetite in the morning. His first meal is naturally at about two o'clock. That's just Mm -hmm. how he's always eaten. It's not intentional. I wake up hungry, I would be miserable and shaky and crazy if I didn't eat first thing in the morning, that's my body. So for the people who start intermittent fasting and they're like, wow, this is great. They might've just accidentally (laughs) stumbled across the way their body actually wants to eat. Mm -hmm. Like how many years did we just hear breakfast is the most important meal? Breakfast is the most important meal. And then intermittent fasting came on and everyone just threw it away. Like it never existed. (laughs) True. So you can, you can do either one, but which one is natural to you?
1: Yeah, true. So true. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, (laughs) like, I have to like, probably sit with that thought and find out like, what, what does I want? So I love my food, like in the, my breakfast, I love it. Uh, My lunches, I love it. I have a feeling that I can live without my dinner, or probably I can live without my lunches, but my breakfast and dinners are more important. Why do you but want I, to
0: live without them? Why is that? Yeah, that's what I'm up? saying.
1: I'm still talking in the same thing that what can I cut down? Yeah. Like why? I'm talking and I'm, 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 I like feel like split personality and the other person, like, <laughs> why are you thinking like that? But I'm just, yeah. Yeah. It's that probably far. we are trained. I was
0: just going to say that part isn't you talking. So that's the, the, so the weight loss billion dollar industry is turning everybody into these puppets of like, please mm -hmm. regurgitate what we need you to regurgitate information Mm -hmm. wise, as opposed to listening to your own intuition, which is what you said when I said, what would your body tell you? And you said, just be me and listen to me. Like it literally told you that. (laughs) So yeah, that's the answer. Um, and you are in the, like, so you're, you're hearing your intuitive thoughts and you're hearing what you've been taught and they're competing with one another. Yeah. Enjoying food is the most important part of losing weight. The more you enjoy your food, the more satisfied and fulfilled you'll be and the less you need of it.
1: Mm-hmm. 1200
0: calories is starvation. That's not an appropriate calorie amount to eat per day. You never need to count your calories anyway, because your body will just tell you when to stop. It doesn't even matter. Uh, but and that takes some time to get back in sync with your body so that it can tell you that information. So you never have to rely on anything external.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your best weight loss plan is lives inside of you. Uh, it can't come from outside of you. But you need to get excited about enjoying food again. True. That's, that's a good thing.
1: That's a good thing. But I feel I get too much excited. <laughs> When I get too much excited, I, I overeat like.
0: So let's think about Mm it. So if you restrict or, and let me define restrict. So restrict could mean you actually say you can't have it, but restrict could also mean you can only have it right now, but then you can't next week, or you can only have it right now, but not again, ever or whatever. And restrict is also labeling. Like you can have it, but you shouldn't have it. So
1: Mm -hmm.
0: use that as our definition of restrict. So if you restrict, what do you think the response to that restriction is going to be?
1: Yeah, I want it more.
0: And then when you give in, what do you think is going to happen?
1: It's like as much possible that I don't know when I'm going to get it again. Yes.
0: Yes. So you're overeating, you're too much excitement is only a response to what you've set it up to be. The minute you remove the restriction and the rules, that goes away with it.
1: Mm -hmm. True. So how are you saying, is it like no foods are bad foods, like having a burger every day if my body wants it, it should be okay?
0: Yeah, and usually what happens is whatever foods you've labeled as bad or whatever foods you've restricted, So basically wherever you're in deprivation with, at first, they're going to show up a lot, Mm -hmm. like a lot. And it's going to feel very scary. It's going to feel like, am I ever going to go a day where I don't want to eat hamburgers? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's never going to end. I'm going to eat six hamburgers a day for the rest of my life and be obese. Like that's how it feels because it's like you're on a deserted island and you just came off of it and there's no rules and it is like mayhem. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, that, that is true. Now, the process that I use with my clients is I, I put structure around it, not on restricting what you eat ever, obviously, but mm-hmm. I give them a way to eat so that when they are in this period of getting out of deprivation, it doesn't feel out of control and crazy and they don't gain weight. So there is mm-hmm. a way to play around with this time where you're getting back into pleasure eating. Where mm-hmm. it doesn't get crazy and it actually feels really good. Um, so that is one of the things that um, I'm, I can really help people with because I know that can get scary. But mm-hmm. essentially, that's it. That's like the, the getting out of deprivation period of time. Like I was eating bags of potato chips, and then it was like after day three, I'm like, I cannot eat another potato chip. Like it doesn't even yeah. look good. So it does take that that like climb out of deprivation first. Okay. And that's scary.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's come to an end though. Now here's what I'll say. Cause a lot of people tell me I've done that before and I just gain weight and it never ends. There is a very specific way to approach it. You do have to be present and mindful with your meals. If you're just eating them mindlessly and unconsciously, then you're never going to actually get to a place with food where you recognize, Oh, I'm sick of that. Or that causes this digestive symptom or It just that stuff can only happen with presence so if you're numbing out or checking out then you won't ever get to the end of that crazy period after deprivation
1: Mm -hmm. okay so how we do that
0: (laughs) so the how you do that i mean the how is is as simple as just be present when you eat right so Mm -hmm. it's not multitasking it's when you eat you sit down and you eat like you kind of have a hard rule around no food goes in my mouth unless I can actually mentally digest that it's happening. Mm-hmm. So either sitting at the table or at least when you're putting the food in your mouth, you're like, I'm eating this almond right now and I taste it. <laughs> like it's just bringing awareness to when you're eating um, so that it doesn't become like a binge eating is a mindless out of body experience. So as soon as you bring consciousness to everything, those things just naturally go away. hmm and overeating almost always happens because of lack of pleasure, lack of fulfillment, lack of uh, satisfaction, lack of awareness.
1: Mm-hmm. But what if, like, if you are um, bringing that awareness and consciousness while you're eating, but again, the, the, the mind of yours, which is well-trained, comes in the picture. Like, sometimes you can't even, uh, like, know who's talking is it me is it the trained mind or uh, you know yeah
0: you do know because i i asked you what does your body want and there was no like pause mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was it flowed right out of you like the minute you asked it told you all you have to yeah. do is ask
1: yeah probably so, like you're suggesting that whenever I eat next time, you ask my, I ask myself, do I, do I want to eat this or do I need to eat this, or is it good for my want, body?
0: I would say want. Now so you're not at the place. So in the beginning, you can't really worry about is this good for me? Do I need it? Because you're you're getting out of deprivation. So mm-hmm. the way to think about it is when you've been dieting. You're in an irrational state of mind around food. So you can't make Mm -hmm. rational decisions. It doesn't matter if it's good for you. It doesn't matter if you need it. You can't be in a logical place yet. You have Mm -hmm. to get yourself to a rational, logical place. And that takes some time. So in the beginning, it's all just you giving into all the temptations Mm -hmm. with presence so that you can get to a place where you're like, all right, like, we don't just eat endlessly if given the option. Like mm-hmm. if we're if we're actually honest with ourselves and present, we do stop eventually. Sorry. Yeah.
1: No, baby. I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah. That was. That uh, so that that, that
0: that period, that's okay. That period of time is crucial. Now, once you're out of that and you'll know you're out of it because nothing is efforted you just naturally eat what you want. You naturally stop when you're full. Like there's no effort around any of it. And once Mm -hmm. you get there, then you can start asking questions like, do I really need this? Is this good for me? And you'll get logical, rational responses that are easy to obey. Mm -hmm. But before that, it's not time for that. Okay. It's all just, what do I want? What do I want that I haven't been allowing myself to do? And how do I get back to a place where all food is just neutral? It's all just pleasurable and enjoyable. And it's a positive experience.
1: Sorry, I was getting a I just disconnected. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. I get your point. It's, it's just sinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. And the other thing you'll know is because it feels good. Like when when you listen to your intuition, it feels good. When you disobey, it doesn't feel good. Like dieting doesn't feel good because it goes against our natural intuitive knowing of what we need to do. Mm -hmm. So going back to the thing you said before, I know what to do, I'm just not doing it. Truth is you don't know what to do because you've never really asked. The right source.
1: Yeah. I always ask outside. I should be asking myself, do I do I give permission to my body to enjoy and accept whatever I want to accept rather than yeah true Do I
0: even want this right like you have a food in front of you do I want this it's that simple yeah <laughs> and let me distinguish between wanting to want and wanting so mm-hmm. a lot of times people are like I don't want the sweets no you do want the sweets you just want to not want the sweets, <laughs> like, but you're not being honest, right? So we need to be honest. Like I want them, whether it's good or bad, I want them. Like I need to let that just sit there and be there as opposed to trying to pretend. And also like, do you really want to go the rest of your life without sweets? Do you really want to not want them? Like why? They bring you pleasure. And
1: yeah, they when bring- they're
0: not overdone, it's a positive experience.
1: Mm-hmm yeah yeah I and think you said, what you
0: said. you said moderation too and so what does moderation yes. mean
1: yeah 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 that- I think uh, we ex I think I'm trying to understand your point and it's not attaching feelings to the food in terms of uh, if I won't like sometimes it's like you like the taste you enjoy it rather than thinking about at that time to have the second one or not what you have in your hand first enjoy that yeah and feel totally satisfied then because I think that's what happens my brain is like too fast eating one is like oh this is so good I'm gonna have another one too that okay if it's good enjoy this first enjoy have this first and then take a two minutes pause and see do I want this the other one right? Yeah. Right.
0: This is exactly what I have to do with my five-year-old. Not to make you sound like a five-year-old, but I'll put food in front of him and he'll be like, you know, can I have X, Y, and Z? Or uh, think, I think he even says, sometimes says like, can I have more of whatever? And I'm like, eat what you have. Yeah, And when you're done, if you're still hungry, you can have more. But like, mm-hmm. why are we talking about that? You still have yeah. a plate of food in front of you. Like start there. But the reason why that happens is because in the past, you've put so many restrictions on what you can eat. So Mm -hmm. it's trying desperately to like, think in the future, like, well, I don't know when we're going to eat again. And right now she seems to be in allowing state of mind. So let's Mm -hmm. go ahead and get as much in as we can.
1: Yes. True. Makes sense.
0: Okay. So I feel like we're pretty clear on what you need to do with food. Now, what about movement? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's going on there?
1: Uh, So, okay. So uh, the exercise part, like I think I enjoy doing treadmill, but our treadmill is downstairs in the basement and this will sound so bizarre and I feel too tired to go in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) But I like the treadmill. That When I run after that, I feel good. That I listen to my music in my zone. I'm doing that and I feel good. But... I'm on kind of the third floor and going in the basement to do that. And, you know, my mind starts giving me, oh, it's so cold in the basement and all (laughs) that kind of like, I know, I know what I'm doing to myself. But My mind says, you know what? You're comfy. You're okay. You're sitting in your bed. Like, you don't want to do that to yourself. Then I started doing uh, some kind of uh, like yoga in my, uh, like in my bedroom so I can do it and then I pushed my husband that I need a yoga mat. He yeah, sorry about that. So I uh, asked him, I need a yoga mat and he got me that. And I never like, that was my excuse. I don't do workout because I don't have a yoga mat. (laughs) He got me that it is still in my like cupboard. It's sitting there. (laughs) He actually taunted me twice. Like, two or three times that oh like where is that thing you were asking for and (laughs) it's like you know then I ignore or you know I don't get time but I know it's not I don't have time I have time but I I don't do it I don't know why
0: this is so human (laughs) (laughs) so just so you know um so when so here's how I think about it when my mind, when I say I want to do something and my mind gives me reasons to not do it, instead of beating myself up, like what is wrong with you? Are you self-sabotaging? Are you stupid? Are you insane? Like what the heck? Like, you know, it's better for you. You do actually want to do it. And you're just coming up with reasons not to do it. You crazy person. So instead of doing that, which is what I used to do, I use it as uh, an opportunity to get very curious, like Hmm. why would I say I want to do something and then look for every reason not to do it? Like remove the judgment and get curious. Mm-hmm. And whenever I've done that, I always get some kind of answer. So either it's like, cause you like, sometimes it's cause you don't actually really want to do that. You just want the results. That's the only reason you're doing it. And you only feel good after you actually don't enjoy it during. And then it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, good to know. Right. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes it's that. And then other times it's because I've turned it into a have to. And as human beings, the minute you turn it into a have to, we become, you know, defiant toddlers. We're like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> right. Even though you do. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it's the energy of where it's coming from. And and the last thing I'll say about it is when we have chronic symptoms, so weight gain being a chronic symptom, meaning something that keeps recurring um, as opposed to a one-off. Um, we get very motivated to suppress the symptom. Like I will go exercise more. I will eat less. I will do whatever I need to do. So this symptom goes away. It's so uncomfortable and I hate it so much. I will do whatever it takes to make it go away. And Mm -hmm. when we make, take any action out of that state of mind, we tend to not do very well. We either do it and it doesn't go well, or we just don't do it at all. And it's because the energy of where it's coming from. Because mm-hmm. the whole reason the chronic symptom is there is not to go to that place. And so when you go to that place, the symptom like amps up like, oh, okay, that's how you're going to do this. I'll show you. Right. And it either gets worse or it won't go away no matter how hard you try. Cause it's like putting, it's like digging its feet into the ground. Like you're missing the point. So when you're making decisions that are triggered by the chronic symptom, the, the decisions you make have to be decisions you just want to make not to shut the symptom up, right? Mm-hmm. Like what would what do you just want to do just for the sake of doing? Not what do you want to do so that you lose weight, so that you're healthier, so that like remove the so that and be like, what do you what do you want to do?
1: I'm not, not work out.
0: <laughs> not work out, right? And that's yeah. true for a period of time. I've gone through periods of time where I just don't want to work out. I oh just like with the food, I always come out of it. I always get to a point where I'm naturally guided to do something and it's easy and effortless to do it. But when I'm fighting it, I back off.
1: I Mm -hmm. give myself
0: permission not to do it. Okay. If it's a true desire, it'll keep coming back. Yeah. And once again, just like with the food, there's going to be a period of time when you're coming off of dieting that you're just going to want to be defined against everything because it's not autonomous. It's You don't feel like you have free choice and free will. So you have to show yourself that you do. A yeah. good example of this is I got in a really bad car accident many years ago and I couldn't move. And then it was like, and before that I was exercising like four hours a day and not losing weight. And then after the car accident, I couldn't move, couldn't exercise, couldn't do anything. And it took like a month. And I was like, oh, I actually like to exercise. Like I didn't even know
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: until I couldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it happens that you want to move your body and you feel like going for a walk because the weather is nice or whatever. So it's like, it is not, you're doing it uh, to to lose weight. You are doing it to enjoy the weather and to like, I think we put, uh, different reasons of doing what we are doing and it makes us like, not like pleasure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're really good pleasure suckers. Yeah. (laughs) We could suck the pleasure out of anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. True. That's true.
0: Yeah. We're, we're good at that. Um, so I would give yourself permission to do absolutely nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then here's how you, just like with the food, I talked a lot about how that only works if you're really present, right? You have to Mm -hmm. be present with the experience. Well, the same thing with movement, the way that I see it play out, and this is with any habit change. If you're not honest about what's going on, then it doesn't usually find your way. You don't usually find your way out of it quite as gracefully. So the way that looks is when you say, I'm going to do yoga tomorrow, and then you don't. You're not allowed to give an excuse. You got to stand in the reality of, I just didn't want to do it. It wasn't because I didn't have the mat. It wasn't because I didn't have the time. I didn't want to do it. And that's okay. (laughs) That's where you got to get to with It's just allowing the truth to be the truth.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: didn't freaking feel like it. You didn't feel like walking down to the basement that day. You just didn't.
1: Yes. Because I think, yes, that's true that we associate uh, pain to the things we we like it. Like I feel I want to do treadmill because I listen to my music and that's my time and I enjoy it. But then I associate a pain that who's going to go in the basement and the basement is cold. So if I take that away, that like being present that but I enjoy it, like it's going (laughs) to be two minutes. Just go do it. Like, yeah,
0: you'll want to do it. Bad enough. If you want to do it, and you remove all that, you'll want to do it bad enough that you just won't care. Yeah, and that's what, that's where you want to get to. So we call that um, like it's an it's an internal motivation, or we call it intrinsic motivation in my psychology world. So mm-hmm. intrinsic motivation—it's coming from inside of you. Like it mm-hmm. is, it is what you want to do, no matter what. It doesn't matter who knows. Doesn't matter what the result is. It's what you intrinsically want to do. Versus mm-hmm. external or um, that that sort of motivation that's coming from getting something out of it, mm-hmm. that it sucks all the the beauty out of it.
1: True. Yeah, that's true.
0: So it's a whole lot of permission giving, right? Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of allowing whatever thoughts are coming through you to just be there and be right and not be wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think I learned a lot today. What I didn't learn uh, in a long time. <laughs> it was like, what's the next thing I can do? What's how she lost weight? How that person lost weight? Or how that? uh yeah, all that thinking about it, then just being present and feeling what I feel like eating and eat that. And uh, yes, not not eat because I can't eat that kind of mindset, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. And the reason why weight loss happens from doing this is because of a few things. One is because it's when you get out of that um, crazy world of the dieting um, and the weight loss, it switches your your body from fight or flight to rest and digest. And weight loss happens in rest and digest. So it automatically, actually from a, a physiological standpoint, puts your body back into a fat burning state. The other reason it works is because it's the symptom of weight is there for a reason. And when you actually learn what you're supposed to learn from it, it doesn't have a reason to be there anymore. Like you've, Mm -hmm. you've, you've gathered what you need to gather. You've listened, you've learned the, the, for most of my clients, it's a skill in trust. It's a skill in listening to their body. It's a skill in connection and presence. Like those skills that it was there to teach you, you learned. And so it doesn't make sense to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. the other reason it works is because it's uh it's a plan that's coming from you. yes, nobody
1: else Nobody else is forcing you it's it's what we it feels right then me then you don't doubt it that it's gonna work or not gonna work for me. It's like that's what my body wants If it's gonna work or not gonna work, I don't have that attachment to it. that's it. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Beautiful. And what, and thank you for sharing all that because so many people are going to relate to everything that you shared about how your thoughts are working and and how you've made decisions. Like everybody has been there. So I appreciate you sharing that. And for anybody listening or watching, if you want this kind of support then that we're doing here, that's what my four phase program is designed to do. The first phase being going back to pleasure focused eating. The second phase being getting back in your body, turning it into a fat burning machine by actually connecting and listening to it the third phase being using yoga and movement to really get into a state of connection with your body and like in a more physical way. And the last step being getting into that really authentic and intuitive living. So that's what my course does. And that's what I love to help women do. And I have been doing it since 2009. um, And it is absolutely my pleasure. So thank you, Priyanka, for being here. Uh, Thank you, Michelle. And if anybody else needs any support with that, just shoot me a message on Facebook. I'm happy to have a chat with you about that. And um, I appreciate you being here with me live or on the replay later. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and for those of you who want to get help and support with your chronic symptoms of food and weight struggles, I am here for you. I have a curriculum that I have been teaching for years that walk people right through the process to go through all four phases to release this symptom, whether it's that these symptoms get eliminated completely or that you at least eliminate the need to fix them all and are happily, peacefully living in your body, and enjoying food becoming that guilt-free eater, I'm here for you. You can either send me an email at michelle at theominstitute.com or feel free to send me a message over on my Facebook page or my Instagram at Institute. I love talking to you, so please feel free to reach out there and I'd be happy to tell you more.